If you could see me now, you'd know how blue I've been. I actually start asking myself questions about why I'm even doing the music. Kind of asking myself not only why I was doing it, but like what do I want to do next? And what, what things have I, have I not done possibly that I think I would like to do? And so I've been doing a lot of uh, thinking and also a lot of listening. Been, this past year has been a great year for me for listening. And in a sense, I've kind of found um, kind of sort of my style niche in this last year because I've kind of gravitated. I'm noticing where I'm gravitating and, who, you know, judged on who I listen to. Well, I'm finding that I'm really gravitating towards bebop, particularly hard bop, because there's that combination of the bebop, which I love, the rhythmic, but then there's also this um, integration of um, blues. Horace Silver, for instance, is somebody that I like. I like Gigi Grice. There's a lot of, there are a lot of uh, musicians that, who's, who seem to be in that era that I read, like Miles Davis, that seem to really, for some reason, grab me, and I think it has something to do with their sophistication, you know, like um, harmonic sophistication. And part of that might come from my classical background. What's a song that you've already recorded that indicates your direction now? I would say that uh, if you could see me now, the beautiful uh, Tad Dameron um, classic that Sarah Vaughan uh, recorded, and I believe he may have written that for her. But, um, you know, I love the ballads. The chord changes in there are so beautiful. It is just a beautiful song. And I, I'm, I'm into melody. Um, and that's another another song that has just an incredible melody and uh, and nice uh, chord progressions. You'll happen my way on some memorable day, and the month will be May for a while. I'll try to smile. But can I play the part without my heart behind that smile? Lila, you've done a few shows at the end of the pandemic, so you've seen some uh, fans live. What are they saying about being able to go and experience music Live. Well, everyone, first of all, is just so relieved to be able to go out uh, freely and enjoy the evening and be close to music and to also be close physically to each other. So when you see each other, um, everybody's very happy to be face to face because um, we haven't been doing that in the last year. Um, it's very different at first. Um, I know I was a little nervous uh, coming into my very first performance because I have not been singing uh, out. And um, I thought, ooh, I wonder how my voice is going to respond. But I was so inspired, and I was so inspired by the people, um, and to be out, and the whole excitement of uh, getting ready for a gig, you know, and all the anticipation, um, and then getting there and getting set up was just so inspiring that my vo I, suddenly everything was happening and was working, so I was happy about that. What kinds of songs of yours are really getting a good response? Well, a lot of a lot of people like uh, anything that I can do scatting. You know, some of my um, some of my bebop stuff that I do or swing with scatting. People always like that. They love anything that is bluesy. So one of the songs that I sing that people just seem to love is when I bring out Georgia. 
you know, the Hoagie Carmichael song. That seems to be one of my signature songs, and everybody loves that, and I sing it in a very bluesy way. And I just, blues just seems to stop everybody. So anytime I do um, anything, any kind of jazz blues or blues type of music, people really kind of relax into it, and I get a really big response. One of the things that people really like from my last album is No Moon at All, which is a very classic, beautiful um, tune, and I've kind of used a new groove on that. It's more of a, a modern uh, groove on it instead of your regular uh, swing or uh, just ballad. And it's more, it's got a nice uh, groove and rhythm to it. So people really respond positively to that one. Don't make a song Cause it's so dark Even final is afraid to bark What a perfect chance to bark and there's no mood at all Should we want atmosphere We're speaking with Lila Ammons, just getting back into performing as the pandemic fades out. At least we hope it continues to fade. What song uh, do you have you found that you really miss performing? I've really um, grown into loving to sing Duke Ellington. And one of my favorites to do is, there's a couple of them, uh, In a Sentimental Mood, I love very much. And I love the sassiness of Satin Doll. But I've also uh, got some new songs that I'm doing now. I've got a beautiful Tommy, Tommy Flanagan tune that I love with words by Jade Leonhardt, the great bass player. It's called My Bluebird, and it's uh, just a beautiful song. And I've got a few other new things that I've been introducing. Meaning of the Blues is another one. Um, and I'm just into the touch of your lips, a Ray Noble song. I'm going to make you choose. Which one you want to hear right now? You know, maybe um, the Thelonious Monk, because that's another one that goes into the direction that um, I have found myself, the place where I have found myself landing. Um, so I, I've got this recording of Man That Was a Dream, which is also known as Monk's Dream. I knew it was music I had to play. I didn't want to play. I would play my way Two fast-making children Boo-boo and two dreams That was a view All through life I'd be true Want you would come my way Struggling to get by Trying to never lie Meaning exactly what I say I dreamed I had fame and the lives of life. I dreamed I made prints in the sands of time. Smack down the spotlight, bathed in its beam. Man, that was my dream. Lila Ammons performs Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd at 7 p.m. at the Umbra in Minneapolis. For information about all Lila Ammons performances and recordings, the web address is lilaammonsmusic.com. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.